The main event continues now on SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Presented by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Jake, Cody, and Jose. A big-time voice in baseball weighs in on the Astros, and he doesn't hold anything back. Talk about that now here in the main event on SB Nation Radio. Jake Asman, Cody Stutes, 1-800-224-2004 if you want to get in on any of the discussion that we have today here on the show. Alex Rodriguez, the former Mariner, Ranger, and Yankees star, now ESPN broadcaster. That's three-time MVP, 14-time All-Star, and two and excuse me, 2009 World Series champion, Alex Rodriguez. Okay. That guy. He also played for the Mariners. That's what he said. I said Mariners. Rangers. I said Mariners said that. Rangers first. I just yeah. gave him, I just gave A-Rod all the accolades, yeah. including being the CEO of A-Rod Corp. Husband of one Jennifer Lopez? Mm-hmm. Not yet. Mr. Have, Mr. Lopez. Mr. To be Mr. Lopez? Yep. I think they're, they're still engaged. Not married yet. The soon to be Mr. Lopez. Soon to be, yes. Yep. He's going to take her name. She's more famous than he is. He should take her name. Yeah, probably. Jennifer Lopez is more famous than A-Rod. Yeah. Now, A-Rod is very, very famous, but J-Lo is a different stratosphere. A-Rod is also a broadcaster now for ESPN. And while he was broadcasting a spring training game for ESPN, he had a couple of comments about the Astros situation, the scandal, and how they did or didn't handle it very well. The first of uh, two from A-Rod about the team from Houston not showing near enough remorse. I think the one thing that really has upset the fans is you, you cheat, you win a championship, there is no suspension, and then there's no remorse. And the last one, I think, is probably the worst one because people want to see remorse. They want a real, authentic apology, and they have not received that thus far. Agree or disagree with A-Rod's notion that there has been, quote, no remorse? It's a tricky spot because here in Houston, we saw the clubhouses open after that debacle of a Jim Crane presser where Altuve and Bregman read the prepared statements, and there was definitely more remorse in that than at any given time. But since that happened, most people didn't see that, first off. And since that happened, Carlos Correa then came out and said, you know, Cody Bellinger, get your facts straight, cursed him out. That doesn't that that doesn't show any remorse when you try to justify things that happen in the World Series. It, it, the, Carlos, the most remorseful player from the locker room, then couched his remorse by becoming on the in defense that, in that conversation with Ken Rose, right, and then doubling down on it with the general media afterwards. So that's the disconnect here, right? People in Houston saw all of it because we covered it. Most people didn't see all that. Yeah. And they then saw Carlos Correa go on national TV with Ken Rosenthal and blast Bellinger, blast all the critics, curse him out. So that's where this lack of remorse comes from. Oh, by the way, it comes from Jim Crane saying, well, you know, it didn't impact the game. Then what are you apologizing for? So it all comes back to yep. that, which is why people feel the Astros haven't shown remorse. Crane ruined all this. Let's let's be very clear about As this. As I've said from day one, his press conference poured gasoline on a fire. He never needed to speak. Open the clubhouse. Let the guys talk. It's not as from, bad of a situation as it became if that doesn't happen. From how 
from how well he handled it the day the news came out in his press conference an hour after the initial punishments came out, from how well he handled it in that press conference that time, go the exact opposite, and he's made it so much worse. And you just, you just, how do you botch that? The reports we talked about him a couple weeks ago that Crane thought this would all go away, it wouldn't be a big deal. Just feels like a you know clueless billionaire on the perception of the situation, and that has that has significantly assisted in harming the public perception of the Astros post scandal. No, pro, no, no question about it. And A Rod po- talks about that. A Rod talks about how you know if you're going to get caught, you know, and you're going to win a championship, and no one got punished. You have to show remorse, and nobody knows that better than A-Rod. I served the longest suspension in Major League Baseball history. You know, it cost me well over $35 million. And you know what? I deserved that. And as a result, I came back. I owned it after acting like a buffoon for a long time. I had my apologies, and then I went dark. And I wanted my next move to be contrite, but I also wanted to go out and play good baseball and change my narrative. And the way you change your narrative is you have to be accountable. You've earned all this negative talk. You've earned whatever comes your way, including whether it's hit by a pitch or negative press. You have divorced yourself from having the ability to protect yourself. I don't think anything he said there is incorrect. The fact that he owned his mistake, he owned the fact that he served the longest suspension in MLB history. This guy lost a year of his career in 2014. He didn't play. He missed a full season. $35 $35 million of salary. He didn't play. He owned it. Now, I get it. A-Rod lied in his career. A-Rod has said a lot of things that he would regret in his career. But since he's retired, and really since he came back from that suspension, he's handled himself the I, right way. So I think his words do do um, show real remorse, and I think his comments on this do carry a lot of weight. I, I also think there's an element to this thing where the Astros players have – gotten off from an, a punishment standpoint from handed down from Major League Baseball, the players have gotten off scot-free. I think that the what they say and how they act, that would be a lot different if we knew some of these Astros players were going to be missing games in 2020, but none of them are missing games. And so all that magnifies whatever they say, however they act, that magnifies it and makes it much larger because if Carlos Correa had said everything that he has said to this moment, but we knew he was missing 50 of 162 games or something like that, I think it would not sting as much to people who feel like the Astros are getting away with this if they knew that the players were going to be missing some time. And so I think because there's no time being missed by the players, there's been no financial impact on the players. Because of all that, I think that whatever's said or done by the Astros players gets magnified and taken to a whole nother level. I, I totally agree. The, the fact that there was no player punishment is where this all starts. It's where it all starts. Because even if they did show some remorse, there still would be outrage from their you know other players being like, it's a player-driven scheme and no players served a suspension. Right. You know, you, you cheat, you use steroids, you get suspended for 80 games. You get caught again, you get popped for 162. You know, you do it again, you're banned for life. A-Rod missed an entire season, an entire year. 
First off, it was a 211-game suspension. A-Rod fought it to get a cut to 162. Right. So technically, A-Rod did win his grievance with baseball, but he lost a year of his career Yeah. and his full salary. I, I think the, the important thing is, though, when you like, I don't want to compare apples to apples on this. A-Rod, you know, violated something that was, you know, in place. Right. But and that's where the anger comes from. That I, I think a lot of a lot of anger directed at the Astros. It doesn't help that Carlos Correa tried to couch and defend the World Series, and it doesn't help that the majority of remorseful statements were said post awful press conference. But I believe a lot of the outrage, a lot of the conversation around this Astros team comes from the fact that people are unhappy with the way Rob Manfred handled this, and. I don't think that's going away, and I don't think that that potentially misdirected anger, you know, like if you want to place the blame game, put your anger somewhere, I think people are putting more of it on the Astros than they should, whereas it feels like they're more angry at Rob Manfred the way baseball handled this. I also give A-Rod a lot of credit for this because he has not talked about this scandal yet because he knows if he's going to talk about it, well, people are going to say, well, dude, you cheated. You got suspended. Dude, you got caught. So he knew if he was going to talk about this, and he would have to in his role at ESPN, it was going to come up. He had to say what he said, criticize the Astros, and also say, listen, I didn't handle everything right either, but when I apologized, I showed remorse, and I moved on from it, and I just acted how I should act moving forward. So he did a really good job, I thought, telling his side of the story, owning up to what he did wrong, while still being fair in his criticism of the Astros. Does baseball get to a point here before the season starts, or maybe it's by next year, where there's something in place where players who are caught cheating with you know digital assistance get suspensions, lose games, lose game checks? Baseball has to get there, right? So they have said that they have implemented you know new policies and you know new rules to prevent something like this from happening. I mean, the easiest way to prevent this from happening is very simple, right? Every major league team will have to employ someone that is staffed by MLB to guard the replay room, to make sure nothing like this happens, to, to just walk through the dugout and walk through where the monitor is and make sure nothing's going on. Everything's following protocol. Uh, a, 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 um, hold on, let's come up with a funny name. For An MLB-like technology guard. <laughs> like whatever you want to call them, like you just hire someone Hold to on. watch and make sure nothing can, happens. It's it's there. I almost got something for a funny name for it. We oh man, like uh, the uh, the a dugout cop. Like Paul, Yo, that's a good. That's actually a good. Like name. I was like, thinking of like Paul Bart Mall Cop, and I'm like, oh, how about a dugout cop? Dugout cop. What's Kevin James up to nowadays? Can he be a dugout cop? Here's dugout what MLB cop. needs to do. Manfred, call me up. I got ideas. I'm an ideasman. Hire Kevin James or someone <laughs> like him, right? Fat guy that's kind of entertaining with a mustache to be the dugout cop to prevent other teams from cheating using technology. And you, I, I, honestly, they can even have the little scooter things that that mall cops ride around on. Yeah, Segway, segways, yeah, yeah. segways <laughs> in the dugout. Because let's be honest here, folks, a dugout's pretty big. You might need to get from one end to the other, go down to the clubhouse, make sure nothing funny's going on in there. A nice segue to make sure that you know Paul Blart. I'll use him as the example, could get from, you know, different locations inside the uh, clubhouse to dugout area is needed. And then you would need to make sure that every major league ballpark implements ramps. So, so if there's steps, so the, the segue then can ride around 
the interior part of the ballpark to make sure that there is nothing uh, illegal going on. No more cheating. No more Astro buzzers. No more Astro trash can banging. No more monitors. Cameras installed in center field. The Segway also in between innings has the ability to go into hyperdrive and head out to the center field area to make sure there's no camera installed out there. Can it carry relievers to the mound? Oh, like the little man. car in, in Arizona, we would have we would have to uh, you know find a way to do that as well. I don't think we need that necessarily. I think <laughs> the job of the dugout cop needs to be to prevent cheating from going on. Oh, Manfred, man. I got plenty okay. of ideas. Just give me a call. I'll help you out. Can, can we? Can we? You okay. went to Cornell. I went to Ithaca. We, we shared a college town. We uh, since we love the alliteration on this show, can we call him the dugout detective? Uh, the DD. The DD. Hold on. Uh, we need the DD to investigate this. We think there's some uh, sign stealing going on. Where do I apply to be a Major League Baseball DD? I want to know. A designated driver? Be. Nope. A uh, dugout detective. Dugout detective. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I also love which one Wednesday, which is coming your way next here on the Man of Man on SB Nation Radio.